three, two, one. Welcome back to the studio. It's your boy Jason. We're in here for another episode of 201 at 2 a.m., episode 9. Hopefully you're uh, tucked in warm with someone important. Hopefully you've got some uh, some degrees, some blankets going on inside your atmosphere. It's a fucking cold night. Uh, 50 degrees in Houston. That's essentially winter here. Just got back from the fantastic fucking Trader Joe's powwow. Uh, got to take in some fucking dancing, have some Indian tacos. Got a new pipe and a fucking uh, blanket covered with horses and stars. It's been a pretty good fucking evening. Figured I'd check in with you guys, see what's going on. It's been a powerful week filled with uh, a lot of symbols, a lot of um, a lot of things to kind of bring me back down to reality, to keep me based, I guess you would consider it. Um, power just kind of put a whole kibosh on the nice everything. Uh, been getting real familiar with symbols and omens, realizing when um, and something that happening that is uh, outside the realm of normal awareness is the spirit interacting with uh, the mundane reality. We'll get into that here in a little bit. But first, we'll start off with, um, I think, something you guys are used to at this point. Um, this is a band called Austin TV. They are uh, what you would consider a post-rock band. I'm not sure if a lot of people know what type of music that is. It's essentially uh, instrumental landscapes formed with just uh, sonic beats and fucking intense vibes, intense feelings. Um, I actually uh, love this fucking music. A lot of people are kind of indifferent to it. You either love it or hate it, but get used to it, folks. This is, uh, you'll probably see a lot more of this type of stuff on the show. So sit back and take a nice peep.
fucking song, man. <laughs> uh, they're from Mexico City. I've never seen them live, but I'm um, big time fan of them. Texas is kind of a state that has really good, um, I guess you would call them post-rock roots. It's kind of like a music for nerds. Every time I've been to a really, like, Explosions in the Sky or a Mono or even a Godspeed You Black Emperor show, it's basically been guys with neckbeards, you know, forcing their girlfriend into it. That was that guy, too, for a little bit, so it's not too foreign for me. But I'm fucking, uh, you're going to hear a lot more of it on the show, so hopefully you're down for that type of uh, bullshit. But, yeah, I would say you're doing a disservice to yourself if you don't go out to Trader Joe's and catch uh, Day 2 of the Power out tomorrow. Um, it's been crazy how fast the time flies. Last time I was out there was about a year ago. Uh, but and there's fucking uh, good time, good food, good fucking uh, artifacts, good fucking souvenirs, good way to, to contribute to. If you're someone that um, that supports, you know, the Native Americans or the tribal nation, a good way to put your money where your mouth is is to basically uh, show up, put money on the blanket, take part in a dance. You know, they like to say never waste a good song. I definitely have that kind of attitude too. It's a good fucking atmosphere too. I mean. Something for the kids, something for the adults. I've never honestly been to an event that honors veterans as much, and that's that's uh, that's coming from someone that is American that has a lot of um, I would call it um, maybe a military family history, but I have a lot of experience with veterans, especially um, Marines for some reason. Any any um, 40 year old Marine that's out there listening, you know, I'd probably be a real good friend to you. You probably want me to date your daughter if you had one. Just seems like uh, just seems like the type of guy I get along with. I think in a, I think it's a missed opportunity in a different life. I was definitely a fucking seaman. I'm closing in on finishing the um, the Power of Silence. It's the second to last uh, Don Juan book that I know of. Anyway, there's been a lot of. Uh because you would call them synchronicities between the book and what's going on in real life at the moment. Um, a lot of um, <clears throat> a lot of things you wouldn't really call a coincidence. Things that happened for a reason. Hearing a lot more noises. Um, it's uh, it all breaks down into that dynamic, man. No Net November's been uh, been a killer. I know for me personally, but it's uh, I think we're doing pretty good so far. We're on day eleven. That's what almost halfway through. Another four days. I'm definitely not uh, somebody that likes to flex. That is the discipline or willpower, but I definitely, after reading, you know, Don Juan's take on it, you definitely don't want to pass up any chance to be impeccable, even if that means not, you know, coming for 30 days, as stupid as that sounds. But, you know, if you can, if you can keep yourself from touching your meat for that long, imagine what else you can accomplish. A lot of it has to do with, um, animal interactions to uh, the way uh, the way a prey animal interacts with a uh, with a predator or the way like a predator interacts with another predator like uh, like an owl that lives outside the lives that uh, turns out to love the flute the spirit kind of comes at you in, uh, in all different forms and ways you kind of just have to have uh, common sense enough to know when something's out of the ordinary but you have to be you know insane enough to realize what that really is to realize what that's a sign of it comes in all different shapes and sizes kind of like uh like it's the thing in your car your car it's pretty fucking cold though bro it's 48 outside we're looking at a high of fucking uh, 38 tomorrow with some drizzling rain you know some lightning too stirred up by yours truly you're welcome by the way fucking <laughs> and it looks like we have that hard freeze coming up tuesday um I went ahead and purchased a, uh, a light off Amazon. A 75-watt full-spectrum plant-growing light um, with some little IR bulbs. Uh, it says it's good for seedlings to harvest, so we'll see what happens. I definitely um, I don't have a lot of experience with grow lights or bringing things indoors, but I definitely don't want to lose like my uh, my Datura or my Lion's Bane or my uh, Corambusa or my fucking um, jalapenos. I'd love and hate to miss those bad boys. 
and the bonsai, of course. I guess it'd also be a good time to start some seeds. I have some um, some really uh, spindly holy basil that needs to get underneath the light ASAP. I guess that'll be tomorrow's project, getting some uh, some tarping and attaching the light to the ceiling. I guess we'll see if uh, one light's enough. I don't. If I can fit all of it into a truck, I'd assume that you know four or five feet of coverage will will, will suffice. I also went ahead and picked up some of. Um, Jotropia gossophilia. I guess you would call it the, the belly ache bush to you, uh, to you northerners. It's really uh, it's a tropical hedge used in all kinds of um, internal medicinal treatments in terms of Eastern medicine and has some, uh, some shamanic spiritual healing purposes as well that I'm interested in finding out about. Plants are a lot like women in that aspect, I guess you'd say. You know, really the best way to, uh, to get involved is just to get, get wrist deep and get involved in it, you know. I'm trying to pick up a, uh, a drafting table to see if I can pump out some some t-shirts or some stickers for you guys. Man, I fucking, uh, my homeboy too, fucking Oscar over at Heavy Metal Racket, he stole my fucking idea for the Rock 101 shirt. I saw that shit the other day. <laughs> I gotta be uh, honest though, he did a way better job. <laughs> that dude's just talented. I gotta, um, I gotta get to him and talk to him about my idea for the, uh, the Astros painted Zaku, see if he's down for some anime shit, some anime cross. And speaking of living your dreams, don't you want to get out of that fucking 9 to 5? Don't you want to be sitting in your spare bedroom recording yourself for 30 minutes? This could be you, my man. The only thing, the only difference between you and me is a, is a domain and a, a LinkedIn for Castos, the fucking, the number one podcasting hosting site that is currently affiliated with me. <laughs> your number one choice. Easy setup with host services like uh, Namecheap or DNS routing through SiteGround. Get started today. You don't want to work that normal job forever, right? Start the free trial and you'll be mixing and uploading this weekend. That's uh, 201 at 2 a.m. backslash Castos. We like to keep those ads short and simple. Back no, I do have some uh, some ideas that have been kicking around in the back of my head. Some pretty powerful images that I've been painting on for a while that um, I really need a dedicated space to finish. I'm not sure if it'll even make a good t-shirt, but I do have um, a company in the back of my mind printing all over me. I've gotten some pretty good um, full-screen prints from there. I do the front and the back. I think you really need that, too, if you're doing a custom shirt. I never like having that um, that squared shit in the center. You really need that full, full-screen print. I do have the fucking uh, the silk screen here too. I guess you can cut out the middleman. That's what you kind of got to do in the modern times. It's not just all about. Um you really kind of have to be a modern renaissance man. You don't just have to make the podcast. You have to distribute the merch. Even make your own merch, man. Cut corners wherever you can. Shit. That's ver that's a straight vertical integration just through yourself. Uh, I think I'm starting to hit that, uh, that weird side of no, not November. Not really uh, depressed, just despondent. Reality kind of has more of a shape to it when you've been fucking um, storing up all that extra energy, I guess you would call it. Everything feels a little bit more palpable, but once you start to uh, to tread down the path of killing desire, the ultimate end goal is to realize that you can't kill desire, because the fact that you want to remove desire is a desire in the first place. That's more of a, of a Buddhist teaching, but ultimately you can't escape the, the desire that comes from existing in base or mundane reality. All you can do is really deal with it. I guess that's another chance to be uh, impeccable, you would call it. The more impeccable you are, the more crystallized your intent is, the more intent you have, the more likely you are to manifest the spirit and make something fucking incredible happen. I finally made it out to the uh, to the doctors this week. Turns out I've had a broken hand for the last uh, seven days, <laughs> seven or eight days, I guess you would say. It was real tough dealing with it. Um, 
not having money being in that situation. I feel like I have uh, one wing down, but it's definitely not stopping me. They got me sorted out with a brace. I think uh, they said I didn't need surgery. Hopefully, <coughs> three to four weeks, I'll be back up and, you know, shit posting like normal. I think all that tension from, um, from NoFap, November, or No Nut, November, just kind of builds with that uh, that seasonal tension. The holidays are already fucking here. This isn't really like a great time for me to begin with, to start out with, I guess. But fucking, uh, I guess I got Chris, uh, probably gonna get Christmas off. Seems more than like, I definitely got Thanksgiving off, so oh, my family's gonna be happy anyway. I wonder what it is about getting old that makes uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas kind of lose their luster. Something to do with farming. Um, and what is a, a memory even? How tangible is that? It doesn't feel any more realistic than um, than imagining the future. I guess that's part of um, what you would consider being quantitative. It's not focusing too much on either one. Both are, are fundamentally an illusion, especially the past. The past is never the way that you truly remember it. It's too object. Um, you know, everybody's uh, everybody's perception of this movie we're all watching is a little too different to uh, to consider your memory of the past the same as someone else. If anything, I'd say that's a little presumptuous of you to uh, to assume that your reality is that strong that it reaches into someone else's world and shapes their memory of the past. A good indicator too is if somebody just doesn't fucking talk to you or come back to. Obviously, you remember things a little bit different. But that's not say uh, to say existing in the now isn't you know hella dangerous as well. Sh- Jesus, you have uh, both sides of the peanut gallery upset that they essentially won this week. People on either side, you know, telling you, explaining to you in short detail why you're a piece of shit essentially, <laughs> and they wonder why 12% of the people that they uh, try to strong arm into voting, you know, the 18 to the 29 year olds don't bother showing up. This is the age of apathy. That's why I don't ask you guys to uh, rate, comment, or subscribe. That's like my fucking boy Gundam. He was way ahead of the curb. If, uh, if we live in an age of apathy, I can't ask you guys to give more of a shit than I do. And it's, you know, very insulting that you ask me to give more of a shit when I know that you don't for a fact. Everybody seems to insist that um, that you have to have, you know, other people or a, or a community, that you can't really be a, a true loner or a true lone wolf, that it's not in human nature. I think it just takes a very, you know, particular type of person to uh, to kind of um, to triage themselves. If you realize you're, like, bad for society, you can probably go ahead and um, remove yourself from it as a proactive measure. I guess you would call that person, like, a... Uh, like a sociopath shit. <laughs> not to say there's not a use for uh, for sociopaths, you know. There's a lot of reputations out there that need repairing. There's a lot of, um, not really anymore because everybody's so mute to it, but there is like fucking, uh, there's a world of spirits out there just looking to, to fuck your shit up and you need a particular type of weirdos to come out and get rid, get rid of them typically. Is that still a job? Is there anybody out there on Craigslist that's busting ghosts in Houston? Maybe I should get back on that. No. Oh shit. <laughs> Speaking of that, I just got another um, notification from Bumble. <laughs> I like these uh, these tactics they're taking where they start to, to strong arm you if you're too much of a loser. Like, uh, hey, log log back in, fucker. You gotta you gotta keep swiping. Wayne Gretzky says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. 
Man, my fucking uh, my current version of online dating is thumbing through and finding all the stewardesses and saving that one picture of them sitting in the jet engine and then jacking off to it later. It's weird overall talking to uh, to people too, you know. It can always feel like there is a uh, there's like an unforeseen force that's kind of fucking with you, especially when it comes to communicating with the opposite sex. That was that's not even a, a uniquely my belief either too. Apparently, that's a big thing in the uh, in the Philippines. Maybe it was Vietnam. One of those essentially uh, lovers from your previous life can goad you or haunt you around like a fucking spirit. I guess that would be the point of being a spirit though, right? You get hung up on somebody, on some greasy piece of shit so bad you actually get, you know, trapped in this material plane. What a fucking nightmare that would be too. Imagine killing yourself and then having to watch, you know, your ex just, you know, get get it run through him or fucking, uh, you know, taking it to the fucking team. And then you just have to witness that for 30 years until they die and then you're trapped here forever. That's fucking hell. Uh, I've been getting all despondent this Christmas. Usually, ever since I fucked my life up for the past couple years, I would just tuck into um, one of those real in-depth RPG games they like to release around October and November. But video games are so shit these days, they can't release a coherent one, so I'm stuck. And the games that they do release around this time of year are all multiplayer, so it's not like I can escape other people, which is the worst part. I already used up my, my suicide attempt this year, too. There's really nothing to look forward to for the end of the year. I guess I could set off fireworks now that I have a house, but, you know, with having a broken hand, that's probably not a great idea. I received a, uh, a book today as well, The Book of Smokeless Fire, which is a, um, a grimoire in the context. Supposedly, it's the source that um, the Lovecraft, Lovecraft drew from for the, uh, the Necronomicon back in the day. There's always been an interesting correlation between Lovecraft and the actual occult. Almost like he had um, insider knowledge, kind of like Belsinki, that guy that always banned the hellscapes. It's hard to imagine having that type of insight without actually being no. Just the same, it's hard to imagine that type of alternative history without having some type of insight. Um, this one's a lot more practical, though, in terms of... Uh, Sigils in the science of packs. Something I don't have too much experience with. I guess there's always that fear of um, rejection too. I guess a being that's made out of fire and ex uh, exists in the same plane as you but can't be perceived is a little bit more intimidating than you know disappointing your regular shitty friends or your regular humans. That's not to say that uh, the rejection doesn't have its purpose though. I definitely don't think it should be completely scary. A big part of rejection is um, an indicator that you're not being completely true to yourself. The only way you can be completely true to yourself is to, uh, to isolate. But we're all out there just looking for that that mountain to climb, that way to escape, fucking creep down into the shadows to the point it connects to the unknown and hop free. That or uh, a giant tall woman to climb, those are equally uh, equally appealing. I don't know what it is about Christmas either. Maybe it's everybody um going home for the weekend, but you seem to get a lot of what uh, what I would call the, the holiday hornies, where you hear from <laughs> certain exes or uh, her friends that she didn't know you had that type of relationship with at 3 or 4 a.m. on Christmas Eve. Thankfully, I found a coupon for one free nude. We'll see how this plays out. Anybody that, uh, that starts the path of the sorcerer eventually ends up on the other side of loneliness anyway. The first step is to, uh, to dust off that link or to discover it between, um, between humanity and the spirit. The second is to, um, 
to feel that link physically for the first time, that shift into heightened awareness. The third step is to uh, to manipulate and to, to feel what it's like to uh, to use the spirit and to use intent to shape reality. And the fourth is to um, to overcome, to stop existing as a uh, as a singular being and to perceive everything at once, to stop existing here and there and start existing there and there in two places at once. The last step is always a lot easier if you've actually died too. Once you've um, dared to enter into the underworld and you make that journey back to the uh, to the living world, you really can't put those pieces back, you know, the way they were before. Once the puzzle is taken apart and you've seen the, the grand scheme of things, the uh, the practical memories and the, the identity that you used to have are suddenly of no use anymore. And when you're faced with that opposition and kicked out of your human life, there's no reason to uh, to kick out your old human perceptions too. Uh, God would uh, would experience you know more, the ability to uh, to exist in more than one place at a time, but the um, the only reason humanity is unable to at the moment is that they've forgotten that link. It's not a uh, it's not magic and it's not a uh, a grand bargain or anything you have to strike a deal with anybody with. It's just old fashioned um, access to the uh, to the trivium to the spirit to the aspect of the self that everybody shut off. And there's something truly beautiful about it. I definitely know that the uh, the tribal nations and the first people understand those more than anybody. The warrior's path is um, identical to the path of knowledge. A warrior, you know, is constantly gaining knowledge, is gaining insight into his world for the ability to make his decisions and then release them, you know, just as quickly. Not because, you know, he own, not just because he owns his, you know, choices, but because he exists in such a state that he knows, you know, what's going to happen beforehand. His, his decisions have depth. They're not so much two-dimensional as they have a, uh, he can kind of see the, uh, the scheme of things, at least from the, the small perspective. The creator can see see, you know, where the cue ball is going to connect 50, 100, 10,000 times from now. Um, the best humanity can do is maybe connecting the next three or four balls to see where they're going to go. And, you know, that paired with conquering the the parable of desire just lets you be more sufficient in your choices for what is um, the optimal, you know, reality that you can access at any given time, which in itself is a, uh, is a way to be impeccable, a way to exist outside the uh, perception of normal man somewhere between our assemblage point of awareness and the ancient point of awareness that the old seers knew it's so important to have like a, a deep physical connection to the earth too even going out just for the um for the, the donation to the singers and making a you know a brief dance around the circle gives you such empowerment or you know um grounding yourself during an honest meditation session on the earth and feeling that that primal connection that access that fucking uh that extra source of energy that you never knew was there that you've just been walking on it this whole time man we're closing in on the last couple weekends of uh of rent fair it definitely doesn't feel like i'm gonna make it out there this year but uh 
that definitely seems like one of the fundamental paths on the way to knowledge is that uh, you don't necessarily have to always go to the crossroads. Sometimes, you know, where you are can become a crossroad. <laughs> if you have a big house and nobody likes to come visit, technically that's considered someplace humans don't come around. It's fantastic for uh, squirrels and plants, though. That's kind of the reality we live in at the moment, though, right? Make light, make friends, make right. You gotta laugh or cry, honestly, these days. It's good to see fucking uh, Guar back on tour again, too. I had the privilege of seeing him last year with their new singer after the passing of uh, Dave Brocky, Rip the Legend. Um, it's good to see the boys back in form. I'm glad that uh, those guys really are like a lesson in, um, in the triumph of the spirit of uh, honoring somebody and not forgetting them. Fucking, uh, that's what it's all about. The only way that a man can die a third death is, um, is by forgetting him. That's kind of the whole point of of, uh, of dancing and singing. Um, when a man dies, you know, that's his, uh, his first death. When, um, when uh, people quit, quit talking about him, that's the, uh, the second death. And then finally, when, you know, the last person that remembers him forgets about him is the final death. But through song and dance, you know, we never forget the, uh, the ancestor spirit. <laughs> Fucking uh, <laughs> big time lessons out of the powwow today. Looks like um, Children of Men is back on Netflix, too. You uh, owe it to yourself to check out that movie if you haven't, too. That's one of the few ones that um, I've seen in theaters in the past. Oh, man, when was that? When was Children of Men? Two thousand and six. It's been a fucking minute. <laughs> that is um, one of the best um, cinematography films I've ever seen, especially that one long shot in the middle. So fucking powerful too. Um, humanity losing its ability to have children. If you've read anything by um, John C. Calhoun and the Mouse Utopia Experiment, the Secrets of Nim, and a lot of other things are based on it. Um, a lot of experiments into what he calls the behavioral sink. What happens when um when humanity heat hits um peak population numbers uh kind of similar to what you would consider that happens in um india and china certain parts where the gender imbalance reaches 120 men per every 100 women a similar thing happens with rats um they develop what calhoun called the, the behavioral sink where you know violence um sexual and you know just traditional um spikes uh, the development of polyamorous societies, uh, non-reproducing females who, you know, their their mother rats, you know, two or three generations ago, their grandmother rats had raised, you know, two successful litters of five while they had 18% of them had maybe one pup that they had never reared. Um, basically, when society starts to break down, you see this loss of the ability to keep children safe and to, to raise children. That's one of the fundamental um, cores of how a, a society survives over the generations is through its children. It's such a powerful fucking message too, especially in, on the back of um, Veterans Day and honoring you know everybody that gave gave their their life for for freedom and for the ability to to have kids and this this equal standing in this world where you can um, 
bring them up to be whoever and whatever you want them to be. Truly one of the most, you know, free times in human history, one of the least violent or, you know, least violent that we know of. And it's such a shame to see parallels between that and that fucking movie. It's a good, uh, good social lesson to take home for the weekend as we uh, head into this next fucking chilly-ass week. I can't believe it's going to be so fucking cold. We've got one more episode coming up before the uh, season break. We're going to talk to Alex, see what we can put together. Um, John Brown, maybe some additional guests. It's kind of hard to get people to come out. But um, I know people are watching this. I can see the figures on Castos. I can see the little uh, the little analytics on YouTube. So if this is something that we should continue doing, let me know. Um, if not, you know, don't, don't bother telling me. Just do me a favor and let me stay ignorant. I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, but man, suck, stay fucking warm. Stay bundled up with that that important person. We're gonna try and uh, take this one out with um, finish it off right with a little more Austin TV. And this track is called "Nada Estaki Noe Nadi."